Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. The show that keeps you updated with what's happening in the world of royalty, from the British royal family through to the aristocracy and current events from around the royal world. Hello and welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. Coming up on today's show, we have news regarding those baby rumours and whether a royal engagement is on the horizon. The Swedish royal family is now officially on YouTube as well as Facebook. Here are some highlights from Princess Madeline's wedding to Christopher O'Neill in June last year. Before God and in the presence of this congregation, I ask you, Christopher Paul O'Neill, will you take Madeleine Therese Amelie Josephine to be your wife, to love her in times of need and plenty? I will. In for Gud och i denna församlings närvaro, frågar dig Madeleine Therese Amelie Josephine, will you take Christopher Paul O'Neill to your man? Och älska honom i nöd och lust. Yeah. God, you are the creator and lord of all things. Bless Christopher and Madeleine in their marriage. Let these rings be to them a symbol of their promises of love and faithfulness. Through your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. I, Christopher Paul O'Neill. I, Christopher Paul O'Neill. Take you, Madeleine Therese Amelie Josephine. Take Madeleine Amelie Therese Josephine. To be my wife. To be my wife. To share with you both sorrow and joy. To share with you both sorrow and joy. And be faithful to you. And be faithful to you. Until death parts us. Until death parts us. Young Madeleine Therese Amelie Josephine. Young Madeleine Therese Amelie Josephine. Today, Christopher Paul O'Neill. Today, Christopher Paul O'Neill. Nu till min man. Nu till min man. Att dela glädje och sorg med dig. Att dela glädje och sorg med dig. Och vara dig trogen. Och vara dig trogen. Till stöden skiljer oss åt. Till stöden skiljer oss åt. Ni har nu ingått äktenskap med varandra och bekräftat detta inför Gud och denna församling. Ni är nu man och hustru. Må Herren vara med er och leda er i sin sanning, nu och alltid. In the presence of God and before this congregation, you have made your vows to one another. I therefore proclaim that you are husband and wife. May the Lord be with you and lead you in his truth now and always. Princess Madeline recently gave birth to a daughter, Leonor Lillian Maria, on Thursday the 20th of February in New York. The Swedish royal family attended a Te Deum Thanksgiving service on Sunday the 2nd of March for the safe delivery of the new baby. In Sweden, the Te Deum is an ancient church ceremony which is held in the royal chapel to celebrate important events with the royal court such as christenings, birthdays, jubilees and other ceremonial occasions. 
The last service was held to commemorate King Carl Gustav's 40th Jubilee on the 15th of September in 2013. Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carol and Cash. Now crossing live to the throne. Prince William has squashed those baby rumours on St Patrick's Day when asked whether Kate was expecting again. New Idea had a picture of the Duchess of Cambridge splashed across their front cover a few weeks ago saying she was expecting a girl. A member of the Irish Guards asked William whether another baby was on the way but Prince William has said one is enough for the time being, especially now that Prince George is crawling. William and Kate visited the 1st Battalion Irish Guards for their annual St Patrick's Day Parade at Mons Barrick in Aldershot after returning from their holiday to the Maldives. The Prince was attending in his role as Colonel of the Regiment whilst Kate presented the traditional sprigs of shamrocks to the officers and guardsmen of the regiment. This was a tradition started by Queen Alexandra, the wife of King Edward VII in 1901. However, the Duke and Duchess have been criticised on social media for taking a holiday without their baby son prior to their trip down under. The trip, which the couple paid for privately, has prompted much debate among parents as to whether they, too, would leave a young child to holiday on their own. Seven-month-old Prince George, accompanied by his own Scotland Yard security detail, stayed with his grandparents, Michael and Carol Milton, at their home in Bucklebury whilst the Duke and Duchess were away. Visit Right Royal Roundup on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup. Or you can check out our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au. Prince Harry launched an international sporting event, the Invictus Games in London two weeks ago, for more than 300 wounded, injured and six servicemen and women in the British and Commonwealth countries to compete in eight adaptive sports. When I was in Washington in 2012, I met a small contingent of the UK team that was representing yourselves, and hearing the stories that came back from the Games um, really sort of ignited something inside me that made me want to basically broaden this to a, to a wider audience and therefore speaking to the, the relevant people from the uh, Royal Foundation um, insisted that I try to get myself there for 2013 which as you know uh, we made it. Um, I saw firsthand the power of sport in inspiring recovery, supporting rehabilitation and demonstrating life beyond disability. Um, a group of inspirational people proving that anything is possible. But I wanted to bring this inspirational event to a broader and more international audience um, to increase the opportunity to others, for others to participate and to inspire many more who have suffered life-changing injuries either by taking part in the Games or simply by watching it at home. Already there's tremendous public support for the armed forces and we, we're fully aware of that. Um, but we hope to capture the public's imagination following on from the hugely successful Paralympics. Finally, why do we need to do it? Or why do we need it? Well, to demonstrate the power of sport, to inspire recovery, support rehabilitation, and to demonstrate life beyond disability. It really is as simple as that. The Invictus Games will be held from the 10th to the 14th of September. The program will include athletics, archery, wheelchair basketball, road cycling, indoor rowing, wheelchair rugby, swimming, and sitting volleyball. 
Despite being seen at two events last week, wedding bells are not on the horizon for Prince Harry and his girlfriend Cressida Bonus. Prince Harry was a speaker at a youth rally at Wembley Arena and he was accompanied by Cressida on this official engagement. Two days later they were seen watching a rugby match at Twickenham. Cressida has no plans to move in with Prince Harry yet. According to reports, Cressida has moved into a flat with a friend at Shepherd's Bush, which is only two stops on the London Underground from Notting Hill Gate, which is close to Kensington Palace. Nor has Cressida been invited to meet the Queen yet, so no engagement is imminent, despite the recent excitement in the British media. For any royal information heard on today's show, check us out at rightroyalroundup.com.au. Prince Charles, the Duchess of Cornwall, Prince Andrew and his ex-wife Sarah Ferguson attended a memorial service for the late Sir David Frost at Westminster Abbey. The Countess of Wessex and Princess Beatrice were also among the mourners, which also included politicians, socialites, entertainers, broadcasters and sportsmen. Sir David passed away on the 31st of August last year, aged 74. After a 50-year career in television, he was best known for an interview with the former American President Richard Nixon in 1977. Prince Charles joined Sir David's widow, Lady Karina Fitzalan Howard, in laying flowers at Sir David's memorial near Poets' Corner. On Right Royal Roundup, we now go back in time for some Right Royal Regal History. Richard Buckley represented the University of Leicester, who was awarded the Queen's Anniversary Prize for Archaeology. According to the Mirror, the Queen asked if they really found Richard III in a car park. I'm here today representing the University of Leicester uh, for winning the Queen's Anniversary Prize. And we've won it for archaeology. And then one of the things we're, we're most known for, probably, is for the discovery of the remains of Richard III under a car park in central Leicester in 2012. It was probably the most amazing discovery of, of, of my life in terms of archaeology when we found Richard III. And of course what we then had to do, having found these remains in the ground, is embark on a, a huge programme of scientific analysis, which then eventually led us to be able to make the announcement uh, in uh, early 2013 that we had indeed found the remains of, of Richard. We proved it through science. Richard III's body was found in September 2012 when the archaeological team from the University of Leicester began digging in a car park where they also unearthed parts of Greyfriars Priory. A group of distant relatives called the Plantagenet Alliance claimed that Richard III wanted to be buried in York and that there was no consultation with relatives where the reburial will take place. They took legal action which went to the High Court in London. The University of Leicester's Registrar Dave Hall and Deputy Registrar Richard Taylor discussed the reinterment of Richard III with Hannah Tucker and why the King's remains should remain in Leicester. Here is what they had to say. I'm Richard Taylor. I'm Deputy Registrar at the University of Leicester. Well, there's two main reasons really. The first reason is that the university applied for a license from the Ministry of Justice to commence exhumation before we were allowed to exhume these remains and in that we had to say where he would be buried and in that application we said Leicester. And the second reason is that it's good archaeological practice to reinter in the nearest consecrated ground to where exhumation takes place and that's Leicester Cathedral where Richard has lain in rest for over 500 years. 
I'm Dave Hall. I'm the Registrar and Secretary at the University of Leicester. Well, the decision as to where to bury him came 500 years ago, when the monks of the Grey Friars buried him in their friary. And I think it's right and proper that he's now reinterred, his remains are reinterred, as close as possible to his original resting place, which would be in the cathedral in Leicester. For anyone who wants to learn some history about Richard III and the Wars of the Roses, FutureLearn and the University of Leicester are offering a free online course, England in the Time of King Richard. The third, which runs for six weeks. It starts on the 30th of June 2014. To find out more, visit www.futurelearn.com, click on courses and scroll down. Otherwise, you can visit our website at www.rightrawroundup.com.au and click on the link. That's all we have for you on Right Raw Roundup this week. We hope you'll join us again next week. You've been listening to Right Royal Roundup with Carol and Cash. Tune in next week for more of the latest royal news from around the world. And don't forget to like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup or visit our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au.